Welcome to the Connect Hope Podcast, a podcast to encourage pastors and ministry leaders who are striving to make Jesus famous. Hey everybody, this is Gene Jennings with the Connect Hope Podcast, and I'm here with my buddy Chuck Gordon. Chuck, how are we doing today? Am I still your buddy, man? We well, still have not gone yet. to lunch yeah. yet. I know. So You haven't even bought me coffee. I haven't. Well, you Why don't drink you, coffee, you're not do my you? buddy. Oh, I brought you. Well, I I bought you a water bottle because I actually got that water bottle at Sam's myself. So, oh, okay. I bought you water. Love you, man. Great, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> All right, buddy. Tell us about our guest. We've got in the studio with us in the Connect Hope International Podcast Studios. Yes, we, man. We went all out. Yeah, we uh, provided. Well, transportation was provided for them by their ministries to get them here. <laughs> That's how much they thought of of coming here. But I we saw have the limo out there. In the I did line. exactly, exactly jacked up limo. But um, we have the infamous. Shane Paget and Bishop Nick Carnes. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, both these guys just uh, incredibly blessed to have them here with us. So, man, I, I've known these guys for years. How about you? Uh, yeah, years. I don't know how many, but some, okay. some years. Well, gentlemen, thank y'all for joining us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, glad y'all are here. Well, we are. Uh, I, I wanted them to come in because, again, I love these guys. I love their heart for Christ. Uh, I feel manly just being around. I know guys. I do too. I, I feel like I lost ten pounds, twenty pounds, just sitting next to them. Uh, both of them uh, in incredible shape, and so uh, you know, I, I did. I mean, I do push-ups every morning, but but I did extra push-ups this morning just because I wanted to have a little bit of. Uh, I, I I didn't want the dad. You really do push-ups. I, I, did you want, do push-ups I do. I do. I do every morning. Every really? morning. Yes. You think about uh, sit-ups. You I thought did, about that. I'm looking no. at the <laughs> Brutal, brutal. And uh, anyway, but I didn't want the uh, the dad bod to be too intimidating to these guys. So oh, I, okay. I, I needed to kind of step into their that world makes sense. and um, do the push-ups. Are we so. going to let them talk? We, we might. We might want to do that. We're having fun uh, laughing right now. So I'm grateful that we're not talking. I'm just curious because both of us are dads and we have bods. So I was really wondering bod. what the dad bod was. Uh, More advanced. All right. This is, this <laughs> is the advanced, advanced dad. Sounds like an two episode, <laughs> episode for this a podcast. Two. Yeah. Anyway, dad we'll get into it. So we, are, we digress here. Um, so thankful to have do. these guys in. I wanted to hear uh, about their lives. I wanted our listeners to kind of engage with them. But also, they've got something on the horizon we'll be talking about in just a little bit called basically a podcast uh, they have launched. And we're, you're going to want to hear about it. Uh, pretty, inc- I'm excited about it. Enjoyed listening to the first one. Actually, it was, episode one. <laughs> no, it was episode zero. It was episode zero. Yeah, it's going to be a and um, episode zero was, was excellent. So look forward to uh, episode one <laughs> as well. But um Man, well, I tell you what, if, if y'all will, I, I'd love to, you know, tell me, Nick, I'd love to hear how you and Shane, how y'all came to know Christ, how you became Christ followers, and, and want to hear more about your family and your ministries. But so, how, when was have it you for you? Them yet? What? Have you yes, introduced I did a little yet? bit earlier. Oh, okay. Did you not? I, I was asleep. Okay, well, I'm going to let them tell about their ministries. So, you're taking a nap drinking water. But anyway. <laughs> So you want me to start? Yeah, I guess. you go for right. it. Well, uh, I, I grew up in a pastor's home, so I've been around church pretty much my whole life. And um, I know now as a pastor myself, the challenge that that actually brings sometimes because you get all of the head knowledge and you know all the answers. And so you can become very religious and you can feel like you have the answers, but then that personal relationship mm-hmm. is lacking. And so uh, I remember my dad, uh, you know, years ago, I was probably... 
I had to have been about six years old. He was pastoring in a church, small town, Bainbridge, Georgia. And uh, he had, I guess, an evangelist in. I, I know it was a special service. I was young, so I remember uh, that it was something different. And I remember the man calling people down uh, to the altar. And as a young boy, I went down to the altar and just, I was just kneeling there. And all these people are praying over me. And I get up and I'm told that I'm now a Christian. And I didn't pray a prayer. I didn't do anything. I'm just like, what yeah. are all these people? <laughs> and so for years, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, Nick's a Christian. And so I remember <clears throat> as around nine years old, it was August of uh 1990, uh, my dad and and really expresses the importance of you know family uh, in discipling because uh, he didn't take for granted what happened at six years old, but during a family devotion uh, went through the gospel, shared what the gospel was, and uh, you know during that time in our living room, I gave my life to Christ, trusted Him, uh, was baptized the following Sunday, mm-hmm. and. That was around nine years old, wow. and yeah. uh, really in that church and just with my dad, had the opportunity to serve in ministry from a young age. So around 11, 12 years old, as he's going to migrant fields in South Georgia, South Carolina, he go. they would go share the gospel with uh, Hispanic migrant workers that would come in yeah. and work the onion fields. And I just... I wanted to go. I wanted to be there and be a part of what they were doing. Wow. And so That's on incredible. Saturdays, as my friends are going to the mall and going to the movies and spending the night over the weekend, I wanted to be with my dad and those men, wow. uh, you know, on the mission field. And so uh, I couldn't speak Spanish. And so I would just go and try to talk to the people that that spoke English yeah. and I knew yeah. enough to ask them, "Do you speak English?" And th- this guy would go with me. His name was uh, Jerry. Uh, looked rough, had a heart of gold. He couldn't speak Spanish either. I don't even know if he could speak English, but uh, he <laughs> he he would go with me. He was like yeah. my bodyguard. Yeah, and we would go share the gospel with uh, Hispanic migrant workers that could speak English. And it was around that time, about twelve years old, uh, for two weeks I could not sleep. And I just felt the Lord was calling me to something bigger and deeper. And all I knew, the framework around that was to preach. And as I got older, that really gave me a trajectory. I wasn't perfect by any means, but it gave me a a bigger vision that I knew God was calling me to. uh, That for a while was student ministry. Now it's as a lead pastor. Uh, but it gave me that kind of that pathway. And so that's kind of my, my origins uh, you know, as a follower of Jesus and to where I'm at, at now. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That is amazing. And your dad's the, the OG. Oh, he's the OG. <coughs> you still can't speak Spanish. I still <laughs> can't speak Spanish. Piquito. That's what I got. Quesadilla cheese dip. You have to have a translator when you go to Taco Bell. Absolutely. That is me, for sure. I go to the Mexican restaurant and just point. Number 12. Shane, I'm the opposite. Matter of fact, complete opposite of... Of Nick and I try to be the dad that Nick's dad was to Nick and so with my children and so for me I grew up in a in a broken home and uh, there was no God in the home the only God was GD so I've ever heard of, of, of God um, or the number three dealer in heart and so um, and uh, and so born and raised in South Augusta um, broken home I wind up uh, getting invited to church at 17 years old because uh, so I had some buddies went to church, and they had girls at church, and so I ended up going to church. Uh, I was always in and out of trouble. Um, grew up very poor, um, and uh, 
and I, I had uh, awesome grandparents, you know, they didn't know the Lord either, but on my mom's side, and um, seriously, my dad was very abusive physically, um, you know, would beat us real bad, and just, like I said, broke at home. And then at 17, I remember sitting in the back of a pew, you know, no frills, no, you know, wasn't, wasn't anything like, you know, crazy, but I just remember the Lord hunting me down um, yeah. in, in the back of a pew of, of, of the small church. And then um, I had a rough go through high school, graduated at 20, almost 21 years old, and out of trouble a lot. Uh, got very depressed when I was uh, 21 um, years old, was gonna take my life um, through a series of events, and had a friend of mine who God used to speak into my life. And in that moment, uh, you know, the Lord um, just just had this like uh, supernatural like uh, experience where I know mm -hmm. the Lord was calling me something bigger. And I, I just said, I submitted everything, sold out, and said, God, what do you want me to do, I'll do. And, um, and then next thing I know, how God works, um, God would take this foolish um, punk kid and say, hey, we're gonna use his dyslexia, speech problems, you know, who, who he is, and we're gonna use it for the kingdom. And so, and I've been in ministry ever since. And, awesome. um, and so, got a wife and uh, three kids, been married over 18 years, and you know, Chuck, you guys don't know if you know this, but Chuck married my wife and, what, like, mm -hmm. and myself. You didn't like, we didn't marry you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds awkward. That was awkward there for a second. Yeah, yeah, you know, listen, Ooh, you say officiate, people don't know what that means. That's like a five-second um, man hug. It, it, that's, it, it was awkward. It is, that was, hands down and, and everything. And now right? you've made me look bad because I thought we were just sharing about how we got saved and now I mean, you introduced your family, your family. and well, I didn't. I, I got to rest you at some point, right? So you had this like awesome life and onion feels. I like onions. So you know Spanish. I don't know Spanish. And so... Um, yeah, I got in, in, in um, yeah, I got an awesome family, and I love, um, you know, uh, you know, furthering God's kingdom. Yeah, and incredible. Uh, yeah. So, in a nutshell, there's a lot to that, but yeah. You Nick, tell us about the first family. lady. Nick, yes, so, uh, Nick, since I have went, a wife as well. You tell us about your kids. family. Yes. We want to press you on that. So. Yes, uh, I, I have a wife of. This year will be 23 years. Uh, we got married young Amazing. and dumb. I was Amen. smart enough to lock her down when I did. Her name is Nikki, so that way if I ever forget my name, I can easily remember. And then we also have three amazing children, two boys and a girl, Gavin, Tristan, and Haley. And so I'm proud to be their dad, proud to be her husband, and that is uh, the highlight of my life. How old are your kids now? Uh, 27, 16. 17. He just turned 17. Okay. Yeah. I was crazy on that. Right. Yeah, I, was just, I was like, what, what date is it? Because that was August 3rd. And then uh, 15. Okay. Yeah. Amazing, man. How, how old are yours? Uh, I have a 7th grader, 12 years old, and I have a 9 and an 8. Okay. okay. Yeah, they're, they're young. So Incredible. And, man, I, it seems like I, anytime I see on social media you with your, your kids, they're holding up fish that are bigger than them. Uh, so wherever, whatever fishing hole you go to, man, um, with your kids, that's uh, yeah, we got several honey holes, yeah, so, <laughs> so we love fishing. That's, that's cool. cool. Well, now, Nick, you um, you said you stepped into ministry and and tell me where you're at. And actually, one of my first conversations with you that I remember uh, was, and it may be different, and you may remember it different. I just remember going out to eat with you, you had a request to meet, and you told me that you had uh, want to step into ministry and serve with the church uh, I was leading at the time, but but you had planned on God had put on your heart to plant a church. And so from the very first time I met you, I remember you saying, God had put on your heart that one day you want to plant a church. And so um, to kind of take me on that journey. So you, Yeah, so I was wrestling with that, and uh, <clears throat> that's actually where we go back. We, you had planted a church, and we were in a new season of life, needed a 
a good healthy restart and so I wasn't sure at the time I knew I was wrestling with that and so we just knew we needed a new church home and new church family which was I've often told people it was like a healing balm for us you Mm. and you were and Greenbrier was and so that's where Shane and I met and Mm. you know I I remember coming in saying I'm not looking for a position I'm just looking to for a church family looking for a place to serve God maybe lead me to plant a church and little did I know probably about three years later Mm. that was really I I was interviewing between two churches one up in Nashville a dream church and then one here just out of courtesy they had asked me to you know talk to them about an open position and so uh, I interviewed with them, but the Lord just kept tugging on my heart about planting a church in our area. Uh, at the time, Grovetown was booming. A lot of yeah. military and stuff was coming in. I didn't even know Cyber Command mm-hmm. was moving that way. But driving through the area, it was like they need a, a new yeah. church. Yeah. And so we set out. Uh, I told both of those churches that we were going to be mm-hmm. pursuing that. And so we planted at the time in 2009 what was New Passion Church. Yeah. And so we pastored that for uh, 13 years. And then this past uh, May, how, how many of those? I'm gonna cut you off. How many of those are portable? You, you're portable. <laughs> Too <those>. many. But, <laughs> but really, uh, you know, it was eight years in total, okay. portable. So if anybody's ever listening, that's portable, and you're two, three years in, and I hear guys all the time talking about how exhausted they are. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, uh, it. it is a grind. Yeah. you you could see the team just wearing out, yeah. and you're having yeah. raw conversations with, with God because you see other churches getting property and building. Yeah, and you're like, we're not playing with the gospel. We're preaching it. We're not, you know, and yet here, look at them. But then on, in hindsight, yeah. looking back, most of those churches have closed down. Yeah. They jumped in too soon. Yeah. And then on the back end, God's allowed us to merge now with three churches, two yeah. of which uh, we were able to uh, acquire the additional resources of property. And so right now we're actually in excess. You know, gotcha. We're actually helping a church plant uh, in one of our facilities. And so the Lord, you know, he shut yeah. me up yeah. pretty quickly. And so, yeah, so for thir- eight, eight of those 13 years, uh, we were portable. Six of those years, I was bivocational. Okay. So I was working 50-plus hours a week at another job, plus yep. uh, planting and trying to grow a church. And so it was very difficult beginnings. And then this past May, we joined up with a family of churches called Hope Church. We renamed okay. our church to Hope Church, um, and we're among those churches, Hope Church Augusta. Locally, we're Hope Church. And that's a new relationship. It's a new family we belong to. And while we're unique in our <clears throat> governance and our identity, uh, we are joined together as a family so that we can do camps and retreats and really invest in one another. And so far, it's been great. Uh, I'm so excited that we made that transition. And uh, I think it's going to be not only healthy for us, but where we'll be able to contribute to that family of churches. But also, I believe God's going to do something out of that family of churches as well in other places so we're excited about that new beginning yeah, I'm, I'm i'm stoked with you i know that's a humongous change you know the sign still new passion when's the new sign are we they... paid the deposit so okay. it could be <laughs> number of week the way things are moving right now with construction and stuff probably five or six more weeks probably i would okay. guess based on when we had it changed in 2019 that was the one thing that i'd was hesitant because I know how much that sign costs, but no in the long run, it's going to be worth the investment. I get it. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Hmm. Man, Shane, how about yeah. how about you? Tell me kind of your journey with ministry. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> ministry twenty three years. Uh, first five years with a small church, um, different small churches, and uh, I really didn't want to do ministry. 
Um, and uh, I really thought that I would um, actually just play basketball or do something with athletes and then work with athletic programs and be with like a chaplaincy, that type of thing. And, um, but the Lord, I knew deep inside, I knew that I was called to work at the church. And uh, I just didn't know if that fit me. I had a friend of mine, uh, i never forget, he said, hey, you will never work in a church. And out of his, out of, out of love, he said that to me. And, and I was, and because I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, evangelist, you know, I don't do, do the work evangelist. I like, I, I want to reach people far from the Lord. Uh, I care about that. Uh, I believe that we grow so that we go. Um, God didn't give his hands for us to sit on, give his hands for us to serve and to use. And you got two feet and you need to use them. Um, and so, uh, and so in that, uh, I submitted and ended up at, at, a, at another church where you were at, and we served alongside each other, and I went to full-time at a different church, and so I've been doing this 18 years full-time, and the church that I'm in now, uh, my role is pastor of families and next-gen, okay. and so I get okay. to give support. Uh, as I tell everybody, I'm like the under-rower, and just making sure that all the ministries are doing what it's supposed mm -hmm. to do, and helping, and coaching, and um, and so um, across three campuses, kind of give some leadership to different things and then on, primarily on our campus as well. Um, but I still work with, with, you know, students, middle school and high school students and, okay. uh, and children. But I really do care about discipleship in the home and, um, and, um, and so pretty um, convicted in that area. And so if I can help parents equip their kids as the chief disciple makers, then um, I feel like I've, I've really won. Um, I won some things. So. Yeah, and so uh, God's opened up doors too. I still travel a good bit and speak okay. to student ministries, and I, I did five camps this summer, and so God's still opened up doors for the wow. old dog to wow. get off the porch and <laughs> do some things, and then I, I serve in a local high school um, as a character and, and player development um, coach, and so I get to go in and, and uh, do leadership based off of biblical principles okay. and things like that. So, yeah, and I get to do uh, hang out with, with my bud Nick and teach him Spanish, and so, <laughs> yeah. Precious. Uh, Y'all got it. Well, tell us about your latest project. Tell us what's coming. <clears throat> uh, you want the podcast? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to let Nick, because people always ask, lately, they've been asking me, you don't know this, Nick, but people ask me, it's like, Shane, especially I was out of town speaking at this camp, and they were like, so how do you do this whole podcast? How do you, <clears throat> how do you line all everything up as far as technology? And I say, you, number one, you got to have a friend named Nick. <laughs> number one. So if you have a friend named Nick, you got to find a friend named Nick. Chuck, that's our problem. That's we don't have a Nick in this group. That's so the whole you, issue. If you find a Nick, he'll know how to do we everything. We know Nick, but he's got his own podcast. Well, we all know Edward Salter, and we were talking the other day how we all need a little bit of Chuck in us. That's so. right, 100%. Absolutely. So, yeah, we're so excited about a podcast. Um, Nick and I have been friends for a long time, and uh, and so when we when we get together... Uh, we we usually find ourselves in a conversation that and you can cut me off anytime. I need my permission, and uh, we always have a conversation where we go, "Man, this would make a great podcast." Because <laughs> as a guy who listens to podcasts, I love to laugh, and I think there's healing and laughter, and uh, and so and there's something about when especially guys we go we we can tell stories and you go immediately, "Man, um, uh, like I've been there too. I've done that too." And, uh, and so you find like a, a sense of unity and, and, and things like that. And then um, on the flip side, I think it, it'd just be uh, something to encourage the body. Yeah, so the podcast is The Male Cartel. Uh, and actually, talking about my dad, uh -huh. he's the one that suggested that name. And I don't know if yes. it was just like he's the OG in jest, whatever. But yeah, we were going through various different names. As I said on our 
pilot episode, most of the names that I suggested, my sister was cringing at. And I said, that's exactly why those names are at the yep. top of the list, because this is not for women. This is for men. Yep. <laughs> and so we just, we talk about guy stuff. And yep. sometimes that's like, man, that's a man's man. That That's a guy. And then sometimes like, that's a punk, you know, that guy needs to step it up. Uh, or just among ourselves. I mean, if there's been anybody that's been a, an example to me as a father, as a husband, it's Shane. And yeah. so... Vice versa. Yeah, Nick. well... But you just said punks, and it didn't hurt my feelings. No, I wasn't calling you the punk. Though. I know, but Except, sometimes I call myself a punk. Well, I don't do so. I go, Shane, you mean a punk right now. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got so much here, and actually these guys are going, they're about to beat the snot out of each other. So I feel like out of out of love for, for Nick and Shane, we need to we need to wrap this. And, and uh, you guys cool with we come back for a week too, and, yeah. and let's get together sure. next week. Um, but before we let you go, uh, Gene and I have a couple of rapid-fire questions for you. Um, just, just one, favorite movie with your wife? Favorite movie with your wife? I'd say... Uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans that I've seen with my wife. Well, and that you or, you would go see with your wife, or maybe you have seen with your or wife. Or if your yeah. wife has been in a movie, yeah. the favorite movie that features your wife that with your wife. <laughs> in I mean, don't answer that. I'm Rambo. Okay, Rambo <laughs> with your well, wife. At least, yep. at least the She's next coming question. with me. She's... At least the next question, which I'm is a man. Favorite movie. Period. Favorite movie. Period. Uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> also known as First Blood. Well, he's got, Shane's got me on this one. I love Rumor of the Titans. It's one of my all-time favorites. That's, that's such a stinking good movie. And Gladiator. Anytime Rumor Titans or Gladiator come on TV, I don't care if it's commercials, it's yeah. background, it's playing. Just uh, anyway. So, right, Jay, actually, uh, we've, never asked, we've never asked you, man. What? What your favorite movie? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. movie. This yeah. is true. That's, yeah. my favorite that's movie. a good movie. Oh, I will say, with my wife, Probably the movie we both really loved with each other was what we talked about on our pilot episode, The Greatest Showman. Okay. Yeah, we showman. loved that I remember, Which I heard y'all talking and you about. Can, it's okay to cry in that, too, yes. by the way. Yes. Yeah. Cool. All right, Shane, rock, disco, or country? Uh, country. Shane, uh, Nick, rock, country. disco, or country? country? Country. All right. Last question for today. Florida Gators score versus UGA this year, 2023. What's the final score going to be? I say Gators versus Georgia. Well, as a honest Gator fan, I say we're gonna win twenty-eight to twenty-four. <laughs> Ain't no way. As a UGA fan, I'm gonna be, be a little honest, honest truthful, because bro. we got a new quarterback. Not sure. I'm gonna go twenty-four seventeen UGA. Okay. All right. We we heard it here. We heard close. it here. We heard the the final call here. Being and uh, bets are being made right now internationally. Uh, all over the world based on what these two just, just forecasted. But Well, Gene? So it, we're going to wrap it up today. So you've heard these guys' story. We set you up for the next episode because we're going to get into some male cartel talk, right? Yep. yep so uh, we're going to wrap it up for for this week. Before we go, Chuck, tell well, us about Connect yeah, Hope. Well, actually, before, before we even do that, I want to say if any of our listeners wanted to can get in touch with... Can you tell this? We haven't scripted this at all. Uh, can, exactly. Can you exactly. We're just bouncing all over the place. <laughs> if our listeners wanted to get in touch with y'all, how would they get in touch with you, Nick? How would they get in touch with you, Shane? If they wanted to find out more about Hope Church or the ministry you're leading, Shane, they wanted to find out about their ministry you're leading and, and uh, how to bring you in as a speaker, both y'all. Uh, how would they get in touch with y'all? Uh, we're uh, I'm on just about every social platform, and so they can find me there at Nick Carnes. And then our church uh, online is hopeaugusta.com, and there we've got contact information there, and so they can reach me in all of those places. 
Yeah, uh, like Nick, uh, I'm on all the social media platforms, Shane Paget. just look for that. Uh, and uh, I serve at a church called Warren Baptist, and you can actually find me there on the staff page as well. So, Excellent, excellent, guys. And really appreciate it. And want to encourage y'all uh, to listen to uh, a podcast coming out this week. You need to check it out. It. <laughs> keep wanting to go with man second anyway <laughs> no mail cartel mail cartel check it out it'll be on apple uh and on spotify, spotify. and uh you know go there and listen to these guys like i said episode zero is already out and episode one is about to be launched and uh, you're going to want to hear it so um i'm again chuck gordon with connect hope and we want to encourage you we are all about investing in leaders uh as they step up and lead but we're gonna we want to invest primarily in your leadership and your relationship with christ then from there your family and then from there into your ministry and your leadership. I would love to hear from you. You can go to our website at connecthope.org and set up a, a phone call or set up a, for us to meet. And uh, everything, you just click the buttons there on our website. And I would count it an incredible privilege to pour into you, your family, and your ministry. And um, thank you, Gene. Yes, sir. All right, so we've set you up in episode one with Shane and Nick. Come back next week to hear more about their story and more about this new podcast they're starting. For now... Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening today. If today's podcast hit home with you, we hope you'll share it with other ministry leaders. If there's any way we can be here for you, please contact us at connecthope.org. Until next time, let's make Jesus famous.